and can listen and should listen. Does that make any sense? I think so. All right. So, big show coming up today. Oh, by the way, go to JasonWalkerShow.com for all of your uh, Jason Walker Show interests. Download old shows and, and much more. If you missed anything from this week, Bill Ingvall, Flint Rasmussen. Today we're going to talk to Colton Poole of the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. came out last night that uh, Montana State is going to be considering cost of attendance for its student-athletes. North Dakota State does this. Uh, most North Dakota schools do this. And it puts, it, you know, Jeff Choate talked about it before the uh, North Dakota State game with Montana State in the semifinals uh, last uh, December that, well, just about a month ago, that Montana State was behind the eight ball a little bit. And great article from Colton Poole. But Leon Costello, the athletics director, announced yesterday that the possibility uh, potentially could provide, uh, starting this year, cost of attendance for Montana State student-athletes. We'll talk to Colton Poole about that a little bit. Rocky Erickson will join us as well. We're going to chat about high school sports as we hit, I don't want to say the midway point of the basketball season, but it's pretty close to it. I mean, we're not very far away, like less than 40, about 45 days or so away from state tournaments, something like that, for basketball. Of course, wrestling is just a few weeks away, and swimming as well. We're going to talk Frontier basketball. There were some games last night up in Haver. There's games tonight in Haver. There's games in Lewiston, Idaho, and there's games in Butte. We'll talk about those. Got a Big Sky Conference preview, and we're also going to chat uh, high school basketball and some rodeo as well, and big on this day in history coming up too. So whole lot of stuff going on. But let's go back to the cost of attendance, and it's a big, big deal and, you know, you look at Montana State, Montana, University of Montana, uh, what are the ramifications of cost of attendance? What are the benefits? It's uh, basically, uh, you know, you got Title IX to worry about as well, to think about. And not worry about, but you have to think about it. Uh, according to the Bozeman Daily Chronicle, uh, Leon Costello, the athletics director, said, quote, it might be a little ambitious, but we're looking that quickly just because, look, if others are doing it and we're not, we're falling behind. It comes to be a competitive disadvantage for us. We need to act as quickly as we can, so hopefully we can get it all solidified and finalized and move forward as quickly as July 1st, end quote. So here's what cost of attendance is in the NCAA. It's a stipulation that allows... Athletic programs to pay athletes for college expenses beyond scholarships, which covers things like tuition, room and board, and books. Now, additional money can help fund transportation. You know, maybe a, a chance for a kid to go home, something like that. Supplies, and just those miscellaneous expenses that are tied to college, such as pens, paper, you know, things like that. Um, cost of attendance is uh, paid in correspondence with how much a particular athlete already has in scholarship. For example, if a player is on a half scholarship, they can only get paid half of the cost of attendance, not fully. So MSU is going to figure this out. We're going to talk to Colton Poole about this because it's it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's a dynamic deal. If Montana State follows through with this, it puts Montana on the clock as well. Uh, over there, Kent Haslam and the athletics department at the the Grizzlies would have to maybe follow suit because this is a big deal. 
And Montana State said they're going to do this by raising money. They're not going to do it with state taxpayer money at all. And, you know, they have to, like I said, you got to worry about Title IX, equal funding. You have to worry about um, NCAA rules because there's certain monies. Um, it's a big, big thing, and it, it would put Montana State back up on par and Montana with the rest of the FCS, or at least the Missouri Valley where North Dakota State plays. And let's not forget they've won eight of the last nine national championships. And a big part of that is because of the cost of attendance. Now, if you read some of the follow-up comments on the Twitter after the article, some people were saying, look, my kid went to North Dakota State because of its football program, its academics, had nothing to do with cost of attendance. No, but I bet you it helped, didn't it? Because then parents don't have to cover the whole cost. Parents don't have to worry about every, you know, they don't have to worry about covering half the cost. Well, the school's doing it. So it'll be interesting. Well, we'll talk to Colton Poole. Um, I think it's a good thing. I really do. And I want to get Colton's thoughts um, to discuss what it really means for Montana State and potentially the University of Montana. Is it feasible? And let's not forget Montana State just raised like $18 million to fund its new football operations center and to fill in Bobcat Stadium in uh, the north end zone. Where are your donors going to come from now? Because you just hit, you just went to the well to get $18 million. And now you've got to come up with however much to cover the cost of attendance if you do this by July 1st. So it'll be interesting. We'll get Coulter's thoughts on that um, coming up. It's, it's going to be in very interesting to follow. There's no doubt about that. Um, but like I said, I, I like the idea, and I think it's a great thing for the colleges. Universities, I guess we should say. But then what does that mean for, like, say, the frontier schools? Especially the state ones, western, northern. You got the privates in Carroll and, and, and Rocky. Tech, how about that? So we'll talk to Colton Poole a little bit later on. Uh, the X Games are this weekend. Jason Walker Show, by the way. Presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Got the X Games coming up this week at Aspen. And uh, Whitefish's Maggie Voisin is scheduled to return to competition. It'll be her first competition since tearing her knee up a year ago. And uh, she is scheduled to compete in uh, ski, women's ski big air and the women's ski slope style. Won silver in 2014 at her first X Games. And uh, also won ski slope style in 2018. Also had a bronze, had a bronze in big air in uh, Oslo, Norway in 2017. So that's coming up tomorrow night, Maggie Voisin. And uh, to uh, coming off a uh, torn ACL from uh, a year ago. I've never torn an ACL. I don't even know if I have one, honestly. I know I do, but... Um, I can't imagine the rehab, but this will be her first schedule back, first uh, competition back. The X Games on Aspen will be on ESPN all weekend. Uh, also, Missoula's Quinn Wolferman will compete in an event that's making its debut. Ski Knuckle Huck. 
Yes, you heard me right. No, I didn't cuss. This isn't like what got me fired. Ski Knuckle Huck. Tonight, at 7 o'clock, making its debut in the X Games. So, rather than... It's on the big air jump, but rather than going off the jump as usual, they will take the knuckle of the jump and do their most unique trick. Now, eight skiers are competing for a limited time. It's like... They call it a jam session format, and they're all trying to land their best tricks in the highest score. So, Quinn Wolferman from Missoula in the big air ski knuckle huck tonight. You're going to watch? It's on ESPN. There you go. Um, Love doing this show. Love our sponsors. Getting more and more every day coming aboard. And uh, appreciate you. Because you, well, we couldn't do this without you. Go to jasonwalkershow.com yeah, for our listeners as well. If you'd like to uh, help out, sponsor this show. Appreciate it. You can. All right, we've got some big stuff coming up. we got uh, lots of great basketball games tonight across the state. We're going to recap the frontier, what happened last night at Northern, what's going to happen tonight in the frontier. We've got a big sky preview as well coming up as uh, they get back to action tonight, both the guys and the ladies. High school, got a big crosstown, a couple of big crosstown games tonight across the state. We'll chat about those. Uh, rodeo update from Denver, the National Western Stock Show. And still to come, Coulter Pool talking about cost of attendance. But when we return here on the Jason Walker Show, we're going to check in with the man, Rocky Erickson, will join us from Belgrade. That's next. This is the Jason Walker Show, and we thank you for listening. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. The holidays have come and gone, and now is a good time to treat yourself to what you really wanted. A full detail for your vehicle from Auto Concepts. Right now, Auto Concepts is offering a full detail for just $195. Or maybe you want to tint those windows. Auto Concepts does that too. Get that tonneau cover or bed rug you've always wanted and add in remote start, alarms, running boards, lift kits, toppers, winches, bug guards, grill guards, and much more. Check out Auto Concepts on Facebook or visit the website autoconceptshelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something.
Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We were going to have Kurt Sinis on today, but uh, something came up, and uh, the man had to uh, to cancel for reschedule. We get him back on. Love Kurt's stories. Still to come, Colton Poole is going to talk about uh, cost of attendance, possibly at Montana State, and uh, on this day in history coming up as well. But it is my pleasure to welcome in. The real man, the legend. He is legendary across the state of Montana. His name is Rocky Erickson. He's a good friend of the show. How are you, my friend? Doing good, Jason Walker. Great to be on your program. Well, it is my pleasure to have you on because uh, I've been waiting to get you on now that I've been on the air again for about a month or so. But um, you're doing your own thing, too. This is like we're in competition, but we're really not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, I left the network after 25 years, built a studio in my basement, and I produce two sports shows a day, so it's worked out really well. Yeah, you don't, and uh, and you get to talk on my show, so this is a fantastic. You've always been a great friend to me over the last uh, almost almost 30 years. Can you believe that? When you were the voice of the Bobcats being the, doing the PA. Well, even before that, with voice of the Bozeman Hawks. I remember. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, right. yeah, way back in the day, you were one of the best helps I ever got. So this is a great week for me. Tuesday, I got a chat with uh, Bill Ingvall, the comedian. Yesterday, we had Flint Rasmussen on the show, and today we've got Rocky Erickson. This is like a who who's who of legends. There you go, boss. <laughs> All right, so we're about midway through. I think we're like forty some plus days from state championships being crowned in the middle of March across the state of Montana. What's your takeaway from the first month-plus here of the basketball season in the high school level? It would be a great year to bring back the golden age of Montana high school basketball, the Big 32. Mm. Went back in the late 60s and early 70s. For six seasons, all the A and AA teams were combined, and they played for just one state championship. And during those six years, the smaller schools like Libby, Wolf Point, and Laurel one at all. I mean, I think the Billings Central Lady Rams are the best high school basketball team in the state, A or AA. And I think the Harden Bulldogs are one of the top two or three in the state in A or AA. So it would be a fantastic year if we had A and AA combined in just one division. I like that. You, speaking of Harden, were at the Harden Lodgegrass game last week. That was yep, one twelve to ninety something. It was epic. My cousin Mike Erickson's the athletic director in Harden. I've been there before a couple of years ago for the Harden Lodgegrass game in Lodgegrass. But what made this game so remarkable is that Lodgegrass at the time was ranked number one in Class B. Harden was ranked number one in Class A. They're both on the Crow Indian Reservation. 
And it was also Elvis Old Bull yep. Memorial Day at Lodge Grass, and a lot of the different media was there. And they had the girls game first, and the Harden girls scored 81 points. You don't see a girls team that often these days scoring the 80s. And then the boys game at halftime was 61 to 51. Wow. Now that's the halftime score. I announced Bozeman West Tuesday night, boys. It was uh, 45 41 West. <laughs> the final score with five minutes and 30 seconds to play. In the first quarter, each team had the ball for just one possession. But we know we don't get a shot clock or anything. No. So no. in the Lodge Grass Harden game, the final score was Harden 112. Lodgegrass 92. Lodgegrass scores 92 points and gets beat by 10 points. Now, if that particular game would have had a 10-second shot clock, it would have not made any difference at all. It was blur ball at its best and very, very highly entertaining. Did it remind you, as Rocky Erickson joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, did it remind you of some of those games back in the 80s with Park High with the Furch brothers and, you know, the Brownings and the Hardens and those type of games, just up and down? When, when the Roberts Rockets were averaging over 100 points a game during the regular season. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really, really fun to be a part of. Now, granted, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of defense. Well, no. <laughs> but I you know Lodgegrass had a player that went off to 37, famous left hand, scored 35, and famous wears uniform number 52 because his hero, Elvis Old Bull, wore number 52. And for those that don't know about the legacy of Elvis Old Bull, give us a history lesson. Elvis Old Bull played for the Lodgegrass Indians back in the early 80s when Lodgegrass won three state championships in a row. At all three years, Elvis Old Bull was named the state tournament most valuable player. He averaged around 27 points a game. Now, Lodgegrass had a great team. But Elvis Old Bull was the leading scorer. He led the team in rebounding. He led the team in assists. And he led the team in steals. He had a game his senior season where he had 22 assists. In one game, he was probably more of a phenomenal passer than he was a scorer. Now, I think the two greatest players I've ever seen play the game at the high school level is Jonathan Takes Enemy of Harden mm-hmm. and Elvis Old Bull of Lodgegrass. But if you ask Jason Walker about an old time, who's the greatest player they've ever seen play, they will say it would be Larry Pretty Weasel. Yep. who played in early and mid-50s for Harden. Now, the best thing that happened to me on my trip to Lodgegrass that night was when the famed Larry Purdy Weasel came up to me after the game and said, Rocky, thank you for making the trip to Lodgegrass. That's pretty awesome. And, I mean, you talk about the history of high school athletics and basketball, which is what we're talking about. There has been some fantastic Native American players, and it's just been awesome to watch. Mike, you think about Mike Chavez in high school. How good was yeah, he? Yeah, he was incredible. Yeah. And, you know, famous, Harden's team this year, they had Trey Hodges as a sixth 
four point guard. Their smallest starter is six two. You know, famous has signed to play at Rocky, and uh, I, I'm going to be really looking forward to watching him play because he's going to be a really, really good Frontier Conference player. He is. No question. He is for so sure. When you talk Class A basketball for 2020, the Harden Bulldogs are they're in a class by themselves. Now, Livingston, I mean, Brennan Johnson's averaging 27 points a game for, for part high. And Livingston has played Harden tough both times. Billing Central just has their 6'8 player from Hungary who's going to be eligible to play this weekend. And Central has been in the state championship game four years in a row. They get better every week. Central and Harden will meet Friday night at Metro. There's going to be 4,000 people at Metro, Jason, for a regular season game. They moved the, the, the Central Harden series to Metro the last four years. That is just awesome. It's awesome for high school you know, basketball. Two years, ago, two years ago at that event was one of the most special nights of high school basketball I've ever witnessed. The girls game went double overtime. Mm-hmm. The boys game went three overtime. I, I mean, a, a five overtime. In two games. How did your voice handle it? You know, as I get older, I get a little bit smarter because I know I can't get overly excited and, and lose it. I've done I've done that before. Now, i got to tell you a story, Bob. you got a minute for a story? I've got all the time in the world for you, Rocky. All right. Last Tuesday, it's the 143rd edition of the West Senior Game. Something took place that night that I've never witnessed before in my life. And I've announced over 3,000 games. And you would think I would have seen everything. West High won over seniors 64-43. to West High hit eight three-pointers in the game. But West High never won. Went to the free throw line. Not that West High never made a free throw. West High never attempted a free throw. In the entire game. Now, Jason Lockett, if you ever witnessed a game, whether it be junior high, freshman high school, college, where a team never shot a free throw? I don't believe so. I've witnessed games where teams have only shot two, three, or four, but never zero, I don't believe. Well, I've witnessed games where they never made a free throw. We've we've all done that. Yeah. But I mean, never even, a, and I had to tell the coach. I went to Coach Dale and I said, You know how many free throws you shot? He said, No. I said, None. He said, No, that's not right. I said, You did not take a free throw. <laughs> I mean, people that were there did not, they didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. What just happened? It's crazy. Like but, I you said, know, don't tell nobody, Jason, but double A basketball is a little bit boring to watch. I mean, it's just every shot is contested. It's unbelievably great defense, and there's not a whole lot of scoring. Yeah, there's not this year. It, there's no flow. They don't go up and down the court. And you got three referees, and they're stopping the game every 15, 20 seconds. And it's just, it, it, it's, a, it's a different game today. The kids are bigger, they're stronger, they're more physical. 
I mean, girls basketball. First thing people mention that come from out of state and go to a game with me, they are shocked at how physical Montana high school girls basketball is. Mm-hmm. And it is. Definitely. Rocky and Erickson, good. our guest here, Jason Walker, showing the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. You've got a double-A game tonight. You've got West at Belgrade on the boys' side. Um, it's a story. You, you know how I like to do the series record? Yeah. You know, the 143rd West senior. Well, tonight. Tonight, Jason Walker. The series record between West and Belgrade leading up to tonight is 0-0. This is the first time Billings West has ever played Belgrade. That's crazy. Belgrade is the first Montana high school to have played in all four classifications. Their first year of double-A basketball. It didn't go well in football. It's not going great in basketball. But... You know, they're 1-7. and seven, They're 0-6 against double-A. And I knew they were going to – they're only scoring 35 points again. I knew it was going to be a problem watching them a divisional last year. They had a couple of good players, but they were seniors. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a tough go. But think about where we're going to be at, you know, next year. You know, next year in the Eastern AA, you're going to have Bozeman, mm-hmm. Flitta, Gallatin, and Belgrade. Yeah. So I know Bozeman just won a state championship, but you split up Bozeman, and two years from now, you know, we're, we're, you know it's going to be an interesting situation. I completely agree. And, and with three schools at double-A level in the Gallatin Valley, I mean, that's like West and, and Senior all, and Skyview and, and the Missoula double-A's, but I never thought well, I'd see the day. I mean, right now, well, Belgrade's the smallest double-A school. Mm-hmm. Be- before last year at this time, the three Missoula schools were the three smallest. Next year, the three smallest double-A schools will be Bozeman, Gallatin, and Belgrade. That's crazy. When Bozeman has, what, 2,200, and they're going right. to drop, yeah. you know. Well, you, know what, you know what somebody said the other day? This never would have worked. But they're like, why not just take half of Bozeman, put them in Belgrade, and only have two schools instead of three, and they'll both be around 2,000 students. That's not and a good idea. And Missoula should be down to two. And they would be competitive. That's true. Although... The Hellgate and Sentinel boys and girls are pretty tough this year in the West. Hellgate girls are amazing. You know, last year when they started four freshmen, I announced their first game, and I told the coach, I said, you're going to go to state. You're going to have a good season. They went to state. They got third, and they're one of the best double-A teams in the state this year, and they start three or four sophomores. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, Hellgate girls are very good. The Hellgate boys should be in the Frontier Conference. They're... (laughs) They're the leading scoring team in double-A. They average 65. They're the best defensive team in double-A. They give up 40. You know, Raleigh Worcester and the boys in the league all by themselves. There's no way. The only way they can lose if you have a Villanova situation where, you know, a team's going to shoot 75%. Yep. Yep. Even then, I don't know if you you can beat them. I mean, in double-A basketball this year on the boys' side, it's Hellgate. Capitals, a notch or two down, and then everybody else. Yep. No, I agree. And on the girls' side, you got, you know, Hellgate, Capital Girls, and I don't know about the East. Tell me about the Eastern Double A. Well, 
the West Side girls are frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. I thought they should have won the state championship a year ago. They were playing so well. They went 21-2. and two. They finished second. You know, this year, there was a game I announced with West girls, Jason, where they had five girls on the court, six feet or taller. Jeez. Every girl on the court was taller than six feet. The Albrecht girls, Willard's going to go play for the Lady Grizz. They got Mackenzie Rath, a transfer out of Miles City, one of the best players in Class A a year ago. She hit six threes, one off for 20 the other night. They got this uh, late Atlantis girl, transfer out of Terry. I mean, they're loaded. And they they barely have a winning record right now. You know, but uh, the West High girls are dangerous. I mean, they, they can play with anybody. They can beat anybody. But right now, they're not. Well, against Senior last week, they scored 29 points through three quarters. Mm-hmm. Then they scored 30 in the fourth. Uh, come on. A girls basketball team scoring 30 points in one quarter? That's awesome. I mean, I, I'm not sure if I've ever heard of that before. Uh, man, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to check the Helena High girls the last couple of years because they put up some points. Oh. So I'd have well, to Jamie go. Pickens was, Jamie Pickens was a superstar. Well, yeah, and, you, and Helena High struggling right now. Got Crosstown tonight in uh, in Helena, by the way. How about those Crosstown games the last couple of years? Unbelievable. How about Helena High, Helena Capital Girls in the semifinals of the state tournament <laughs> last year? Yeah. That, I have to be honest, that was one of the ugliest girls games I've ever seen. Yep. It played at such a high intensity that they didn't play that well. Right. There's a lot at stake. Oh, man, that was amazing to witness. I mean, the crowd, every loose ball, every foul was like the end of the world. I mean, it was it was really something to win. <laughs> um, so you got the Hellgate boys winning the double-A, and we're a month and a half away. Who wins the girls? I got the, Hard- I got the Harden boys winning. Okay. And you know, you know who I like, but they're not getting a lot of respect right now, is I really like Stobie and Fairview in Class C boys' hoops, but they're not getting the respect they deserve. I mean, you know, Scobie's undefeated, and Fairview's only loss was to Scobie. So I know Fort Benton's good, you know, Roy yeah. Winifred's good, Bellstone, but i got to be honest with you, I like I like Scobie and, uh, and Fairview in C. Manhattan Christian, yeah. you know, one loss, Twin Bridges is undefeated, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. You know, <laughs> class B, you know, Lodgegrass, Huntley. Yep. I mean, if Lodgegrass is number one and they got Huntley number two and Lodgegrass beat them by 30, I, I think Colster might be a better team than Huntley, you know, three forks. Fair, Fairfield's got a great player. He's averaging 24 points a game. I think B is wide open. It's lodge grasses to lose for the most part. Mm-hmm. And you know what I don't like about this year's state tournament? All eight state tournaments on the same weekend. See, I love that. I think it's Jason great. Jason Walker, I, I love Class C. I love Class A. I will never see another Class C tournament as long as I live. I don't, yeah, I just, I think it's a great thing. I like it. It's not good for the basketball fan. They can't watch more than one state tournament. That's why they have the, the – you, you can watch all of them on your uh, smartphones. 
You're at the stinking game. You're at, I mean, it's like a blur. I got three tournaments in a row, and it's all a blur to me. You know, you get to the gym at 7 in the morning, you leave at, you know, 11.30 at night, and then somebody comes up to you, Rocky, how about that great play? I'm like, what game are you talking about? You know, I don't even remember that happening. Yeah, no, I mean, I get it. I I, under, I see that point, but I just think it's good for if you've got, you know, both schools, like or if you got both boys and girls at the same tournament, which is great because if you have the same, you know, the Capitol, for instance, or Flathead, let's say they, well, that's not going to happen, but uh, the West High boys and girls, both can be at state. And you yeah, can, but let's, you know, and I know you're not going to be able to watch the Bs and the Cs, but here's the thing with right. that. If you are, if you're going to watch, if you're going to watch your school, you're not going to go to the Class B tournament anyway. You're there watching. Let's say you're True. in Butte, you're not going to go to Great Falls. True, but you know, Class B and C fans are different fans than Double A. They are, and the I C think and B and C fans, are great. They won't, they won't leave the gym. They'll no. watch every game, no matter if their right. team or not. That's true. That's true. I mean, you know, the West Boys fans are going to show up at nine o'clock. And they're going to go back to the hotel. Yep. No, that's true. I see that. So. But not not me. I'm there for You're the whole there. thing. You're there. I'm thinking about going right. to Double A this I year. I got a trivia. I got a trivia question for my friend Jason Walker. Oh, okay. Tonight I'm at the special event center in Belgrade. It's seating capacity of five thousand. Mm-hmm. It is not the largest high school gym in the state. Who? Has the largest high school gym in Montana. Hmm. It's not going to be a double A school. It's not going to be a class A school. You give up? No, not yet. I'm thinking. It's not Laurel. For $1.5 million. I can't. I can't. I can't. Can I call a friend? Can I call Rocky Erickson? The Willie DeGroat Gymnasium, built in 1973, in Cutbank, Montana, seats 5,500. Wow. Cutbank, Montana, Class B, 5,500 seats. That is Montana's largest high school gym. I like that. And on this note, because you're a busy dude, uh, I just got a note. Last week, the Big Sky Boys did not shoot a free throw versus the Capital Boys. So there you go. Get out of here. No, I just got that note. What is going on today? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody drives I mean, anymore. Oh. It's all about the three-point shot. Nobody penetrates well, the lane. No, seriously. Seriously. That is, that, that's, a, that's a lot of it right there. Yep, absolutely it is. And it also has something to say about the aggressive defense of the opponent, too. Yep. Not that aggressive. No, I agree. Um, now, the game I did the other night, West Bozeman, that was 45-41. It was over in 65 minutes. Wow. You got to like start that. start to finish, little, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. My wife was a little shocked when I got home. What are you doing here? <laughs> You're never home this early, honey. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, have a great call. I want, you, I want you on more. Can you come on more? <sighs> you can put up with me, Jason Walker. Oh, well, I just did for 22 minutes. I know. I and know. that's awesome. I, 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 I'm there for, 
I'm there for you, boss. Let you, me know how I can help. All right. You need to come up and sometime hang out in, the, in my man cave, which I've built a studio here. So you know what? Let me survive basketball and let me get my life. <laughs> let me get my life back, and we'll do that. All right. I like that, Rocky. Have a great call tonight in uh, right. in the in the Belgrade, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Thanks, Rocky. That is Rocky Erickson joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Rocky, uh, he's the best, man. There is nobody better than Rocky Erickson when it comes to high school Montana sports. Um, but, yeah, Cut Bank, that's a great trivia question. And uh, thanks, Rocky. All right, we got some Frontiers to talk about. We've got some high school to talk about and some Big Sky. And we're going to do it when we come back. But we're also going to chat with Colton Poole of the Bozeman Daily Chronicle and uh, talk about the cost of attendance that Montana State uh, Leon Costello is proposing, maybe by this fall. We'll talk about it with Colton when we come back. How feasible is it? We'll find out next. Jason Walker Show. The holidays have come and gone, and now is a good time to treat yourself to what you really wanted, a full detail for your vehicle from Auto Concepts. Right now, Auto Concepts is offering a full detail for just $195. Or maybe you want to tint those windows. Auto Concepts does that too. Get that tonneau cover or bed rug you've always wanted and add in remote start, alarms, running boards, lift kits, toppers, winches, bug guards, grill guards, and much more. Check out Auto Concepts on Facebook or visit the website autoconceptshelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Thursday here on the Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Still to come on this day in history, the walk-off. Get you set for the Frontier and Big Sky Games tonight. And a big couple of uh, Crosstown High School uh, basketball games tonight as well. So all that is coming up here. Jason Walker Show presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Um, so it came out last night, great article in the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. You can read it online or um, 
get the newsprint edition. But uh, joining us now is Colton Poole, who is the uh, sports reporter at Montana or of Postman uh, Daily Chronicle, and he wrote a great article about Montana State possibly going to the cost of attendance this year, and uh, that's a great thing possibly. And uh, Colton joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show inside the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. And, and Colton, is this feasible, first off? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, it's it's hard to say because, you know, Leon, talking to Leon, uh, he, he seemed pretty optimistic that they could have this privately funded. Uh, and, you know, that, and that, there are a lot goes into that because, you know, they, they've had – pretty good success success with uh, donors, as I mentioned in the story, mm-hmm. that, you know, they obviously got enough fundraising done to uh, get the Bobcat Athletic Complex and the renovations to the brick done. So And so they'll have that in a couple of years. And so obviously there's a lot of enthusiasm and, you know, coaches and Leon are pretty optimistic that they can get enough funds for this. But, and, and also something else that, you know, something – uh, that should be, you know, mentioned here is that, you know, just because it's cost of attendance and, you know, offering additional financial aid to this, to the athletes, that doesn't necessarily mean full cost of attendance that, you know, no, how, however much they do bring in for this, that, you know, as long as it's, you know, following correct procedures and percentages and title nine and all that, that it doesn't have to necessarily be the full, full cost of attendance. It can just be some, and even that little sum, I think, would go a long way for recruiting and therefore probably inspire more enthusiasm for getting the funds to do so. So I, I think it's a lot of uncharted territory with all of this, especially considering I believe it's the first Big Sky school to do this. Um, so it's some uncharted territory, but obviously Montana State's been pretty ambitious, as Jeff showed has proven, uh, head coach of the football team, pretty ambitious. They're, they're willing to try stuff out and see if it can work. And, um, you know, the, the way things are going right now, the momentum that this athletic department has, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull this off for next school year and then continue to build on that and maybe increase the funds that they can offer uh, in the near future. Well, let me ask you this. And this, uh, this I mean, this really came out in the forefront. And, and Leon Costello, the athletics director, said in your article that, you know, he's been thinking about this since he got the job in 2016. But last month, mm-hmm. before the semifinal game, Coach Choate brought it up that MSU, and really the rest of the nation for the most part, was playing at a disadvantage because North Dakota State offers full cost of attendance, as does, I believe, North Dakota, a former Big Sky school. But mm-hmm. everybody took it the wrong way. North Dakota State fans said that he's whining, whatnot. It was really Coach Choate, who's a smart guy, I think challenging the athletics department that and Montana State needs to do this to keep up with the Joneses. In, and by that, I mean the Bison. Right, exactly. And you know, you saw that with before they completed the fundraising for the addition to the football stadium. That he, he he was pounding the table every other Monday press conference that hey, you know, they need to get this done if they're going to compete. If they want to be a top-notch FCS program, they need to get the fundraising done for that. And not, not only for FCS football, but the you know the whole athletic department, all the other teams would benefit because of the addition to the brick as well. So you know he, he's oh, he's always thinking about the next step. Okay, now now what next step do we need to take in order to become a top-notch team that's 
competing with NDSU and, you know, James Madison and I think South Dakota State does offer that as well. Uh, and you mentioned North Dakota. You, so there's a few regional schools that are offering this. And if you're going to be recruiting against them, uh, if you're going to be competing against them, and if you legitimately want a shot at a national championship, you've got you've to make the steps and strides in order to do so. So, yeah, I, I think I, I, it's interesting looking back now because, you know, as you said, and a lot of people from Fargo were saying how, you know, it's, he's whining. And, and for some, for, from my perspective, for some weird reason, the Bison players and coaches took that as like a slight. And I think they were just looking for any motivation they could get just because they've been so dominant. And so they're trying to find any sort of spin to maybe get some inspiration. But um, I, I think, you know, that looking back, it's really interesting now because, you know, maybe – he he knew that they were closer to this than a lot of people realize at the time, and so yeah, now they're they they feel that they're close, that they're optimistic that they can make this happen for next school year. Well, this is I mean, this, so here's what it basically is: is you have partial attendance paid for with scholarships. I mean, you have your tuition, your books, things like that. Explain exactly what cost of attendance would do for Montana State athletics as a whole. Yeah, so it's essentially, and the, the coaches said that this would be a major kind of boost in recruiting. When so, you're, a scholarship pays for you know tuition, books, uh, room board, kind of the, the basics when it comes to going to college. Mm-hmm. But I, I think cost of attendance is kind of in light of the movement of trying to get college athletes paid, and so it's it's. Not exactly pay for play or anything like that, but it, it's uh, you know uh, as Leon said in the story, a addition to or an extension of a scholarship, where if you know if you are have a scholarship, you can get a certain percentage of additional things that are tied to going to college. Because a lot of these student athletes, they you know they're just dedicating so much time to sports that they don't have time to pick up a job at your local, you know, gas station or fast food restaurant. So they've, you know, they've made it so that they can pay for a few additional things through the cost of attendance. Uh, so like, you know, say transportation or, you know, miscellaneous expenses that, like I say, are tied to going to college and, you know, being able to go to practice or what have you. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of that uh, would, it could be paid for because of cost of attendance. I feel like I say the things that are tied to going to college. So like Trisha Binford, the head coach of the Bobcat women's basketball team, I think she said in your article, some of the effect of this would help like maybe get a, a player's family to come visit or them to go home. How would, how does that I mean, tell, explain that to me. Yeah. So I think, I think what she was essentially saying was, yeah, being able to, you know, I, I guess, you know, instead of the extra time dedicated, so like picking up a job during winter break or something like that, they have time because they have these things paid for. They have time now to go and see family. And I think, I think what she was getting at was the time that it frees up for them to do things like personal things, like visiting your family for, you know, the holidays or what have you. I gotcha. Okay. 
Um, yeah, we just had a, a couple of people were asking, like, what does exactly does cost of attendance mean? All right, so my first question was the feasibility. Yeah. What would it cost for, let's say, the, Leon Casella wants to start this July 1st, and what would it cost to get all of athletics, the, the entire athletic department, to have cost of attendance partially for this upcoming year? It's there. I don't think there's a really concrete number on that. Uh, it, I think it's essentially variable X where okay. you, if like I say that the, like NDSU when they came out and were going to pay cost of attendance and you know, I brought it, I brought NDSU up a few times, not only because of, you know, the, in light of Choate's remarks before the semifinal game, but also because it's a close school and also cost full offers full cost of attendance. When NDSU came out with full cost of attendance, I think that bill was up to seven hundred thousand dollars. But that was that was again it, it's for it, full cost of attendance. Whereas uh, Leon, he seemed to, he, he, I got the impression that they're thinking partial, and so what? However much money they can bring in, they can get from donations. Um, however much money they can get that will then be dispersed accordingly, however much that is. If they get $700,000, you know, great. If, if they get something else, then you're, you're something lower, which I, I would imagine is likely they, that that is kind of dispersed accordingly, like I say, based on percentages and accordance to Title IX and all that. Right, and Title IX plays a big part of this because it's not just – you know, for football, this is across the board for all sports mm-hmm. at Montana State, and you know that includes, I guess, what tennis, skiing, volleyball, basketball, everything that's involved. Right. So, right. Um, in your opinion, so, does it happen? Think about. Does it happen this year? Uh, I, in in my opinion, and I don't have really a source on this or anything. I I get the feeling that again because it's, it could be partial. I get the feeling that it could happen, especially like I say, you know, Leon is, was able to get the fundraising done for these new facility plans. And that's something that's, you know, new facilities and additions have like that have been talked about for years. Mm -hmm. And he comes in and gets it done in a couple uh, short years time. So I, I wouldn't bet against Leon and, you know, his vision and his ability to bring in uh, funds for this, Especially because of the recent success, I imagine that has to spark a lot of a lot of interest. Not only football, but you know what Danny's doing with the men's basketball team, women's basketball. Um, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of enthusiasm around this athletic department. And volleyball is doing what they're doing. There's a lot of uh, enthusiasm, so I wouldn't be surprised if if something like this, you know, Leon can say to donors, both new and old that, you know, hey, you, you, what you've do, been doing is awesome, but if you give just a little bit more, and w- I think it was 500 unique donors for the recent athletic uh, you know, depart- or the um, building renovations or additions, so they obviously have a lot of people that they can go to. Um, I, I think, I, yeah, like I say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against Leon and what they've done uh, recently, and you know what they could do. So, yeah, I, I would I would say that some form of partial cost of attendance is, is offered here next school year. 
Well, I, uh, I appreciate you joining us on such short notice, my man. It was a great article to read, and if you want to read it, just uh, go to the Bozeman Daily Chronicle online. You can follow Colton at C Pool Reporter on the Twitter. Um, great article. Keep it up, man. I love reading your stuff, and uh, and uh, look forward to having you come on again. Yeah, appreciate it, and appreciate the time. You have a good one. Thanks. Colton Poole joining us, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Appreciate uh, him taking uh, some time out of his schedule. So cost of attendance, it's uh, something that we'll talk about more. I mean, this is something that's going to happen um, at Montana State probably this year, and, and it, now it puts Montana on the clock too. The Grizz are going to have to answer. They're going to have to do this too. And they just got a bunch of money, and for their Champions Character Center, whatever it's called, um, that they're going to have to you know think about this too. And so – like uh, like Colton said, you know Leon Costello, Wadad Cruzado, the president. They understand how big athletics is at Montana State, and they're doing all they can to keep up with the Bison of North Dakota State and the Grizz in basketball. You know, so um, I think I think it's a great idea. Uh, Jason Walker Show support for the Jason Walker Show comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. There's no nicking. There's no cutting. The Lawnmower 2.0 proprietary skin-safe technology. This trimmer will not, like I said, it will not snag or nick. And uh, accidents are a thing of the past. Get the crop preserver as well. An anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. You put deodorant in your armpits, put it on the smelliest part of your body. Get it done. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code WALKER20 at manscaped.com. Use the right tools for the job. The Lawnmower 2.0. Get, oh, and the boxers. You get boxers with the full package. It's unbelievable. Uh, they're very comfortable. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WALKER20. That's WALKER20, W-A-L-K-E-R-2-0, at manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping. Manscaped.com, use the code WALKER20. All right, so uh, let's get uh, real quick to On This Day in History, and we'll fly through it real quick as uh, the Detroit Red Wings on this date, 1944, Scored eight goals in one period. Actually, that was in 1943. And then a year later, 15 goals in a game as uh, they won 15-0. Uh, let's see. What else happened? Not a whole lot. Well, there did, but nothing really uh, interesting. Stan Musial named the GM of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, the former player, back in 1967. And Willie Mays elected to the Hall of Fame in 1979. He was pretty darn good. Let's see. The Mud Bowl, Miami Dolphins beat the Jets 14 nothing in 1983. There you go. And some, uh, yeah, not a whole lot. So uh, there you go. A little bit of a on this day in history. as uh, On this date, into two years ago, LeBron James became the seventh and youngest to reach the 30,000-point milestone in the NBA in a loss to the San Antonio Spurs. So there you go. All right, let's do, uh, let's see, can we do this? Boom. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off is presented by Cafe Zydeco for the best crawfish etouffee, jambalaya, gumbo, and really the best Cajun food this side of Louisiana. Make sure you stop by Cafe Zydeco, Helena Butte, Bozeman, Billings. And in Helena, i got a gift card to give away. Go to jasonwalkershow.com, sign up on the bottom of the page for our email list. Not spam, not selling it, just keep you up to date. 
and I'll get you a gift certificate to Cafe Zydeco here in Helena. Also good in Butte, so there you go. Um, all right, so last night, Carol Men and Women swept at MSU Northern. Big loss for both, and the Carol Men have lost a couple in a row uh, over the week, last uh, week. They lost to Western, and now they've lost to Northern, and they get Providence at Great Falls this week uh, coming up. Uh, so both the men and women losing on the road last week, or last night rather, at Northern. Tonight, you have some big games. You've got LC State at home hosting, who do they host? Uh, Western tonight in the men and women. You've got uh, Rocky is at Tech, and Providence is at Northern men and women tonight. So a couple of big games there. You have um, Crosstown, big games tonight. And we'll get to the high school here in a second. You've got uh, men's basketball in the Big Sky. The Cats and the Grizz are at Weber and Idaho State, respectively. They'll flip-flop Saturday. And then, uh, so that means the Lady Grizz and the Bobcat women are at home tonight and Saturday with uh, Weber and Idaho State. And like I said, crosstown action tonight at Helena. you got number one capital girls. They're 8-0, taking on Helena High, the three-time state champs. And uh, tomorrow night's the boys' game. Glacier and Flathead playing tonight as well, and that'll be a couple of good game, or that'll be a good game, and some uh, great scores. Go to 406mtsports.com and uh, get all of the action and the schedule. 406mtsports.com. Nobody does it better than uh, our friends at 406mt Sports. All right. Uh, real quick, wanted to get some rodeo. The uh, oh, it is Pink Night at Capitol tonight. And it'll be a cheer. The uh, halftime tonight will be the cheer squad, and it should be a good one. But it's Pink Night at Capitol tonight uh, for breast cancer awareness. All right. So at uh, Denver, the National Western Stock Show, and uh, Colter, or wow, Wyatt Bloom of Belgrade took uh, fourth or third, and then he won yesterday. So two performances. Jesse Cruz of Winston took the saddle bronc in the eleventh performance yesterday with an eighty-six. And uh, there are some great performances going on. Wyatt Bloom won 83.5 in the 12th performance. Former Montana State Cowboy Jesse Brown uh, won the steer wrestling in the 12th performance. And you can go to prorodeo.com for all your latest updates. Uh, there's some Montanans in the mix for titles uh, at, uh, at Denver this weekend. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. Thanks to... Uh, uh, we're, what's his name? Rocky Erickson for joining us a little bit earlier. Also had a great conversation with Colton Poole about uh, the cost of attendance at uh, Montana State, which is probably going to happen. We'll do it again tomorrow. We'll walk you off on a Friday. We'll get you set for the weekend, and we'll just have a good time. Have a great Thursday. Yeah. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Jason Walker Show at 4. We'll get the replay up if you missed anything. JasonWalkerShow.com. We'll see you tomorrow. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.